Hello, everybody. Episode 23, another corn-fed production, baby. We're bringing the big energy tonight. What do you think, Timmy? Sure hope so, yeah. <laughs> Got the fantasy football episode. Oh, yeah. Should be fun. It's going to be a blast. Great episode. And we're going to preview some of the local football teams, too. For uh, sure. In our area, obviously Midwest. So look out for the Midwest teams being talked about. Um, before we get into tonight's episode, though, T-shirts are in. And they Very turned excited out about that. Great. Yep. I love them. So, Tim's uh, going to Omaha this weekend. He said he's repping it all, all weekend. weekend. So, if you're in Omaha, make sure you look look out for Timmy out there. Oh, big shout out to the Shirt Shack for everything they did for us. So, just great work. Oh, yeah. If you ever have t-shirts or want a hat or need anything. something made, make sure you go, go, go see the them. guys over there. They do a real good job. Yep. Super friendly. Uh, we had nothing but great things to say about them. So, if we ever uh, get hats or something else made down the line, definitely, we'll definitely go in there. Yep. So, thanks again, Shirt Shack. Um, also, before we get into our episode, what do you think about that alien poll? How did, I never saw how it turned out. It was about 60-40 people do believe in aliens. Well, there's 60% fans. of pe- stupid people out there, though. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Are you calling 60% <laughs> of our fans stupid? Very much so. <laughs> Fair enough. I just don't get it, but okay. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks for everybody that participated in that. Um, if you want to keep uh, on tabs on our polls and everything else we're doing, follow our social media pages. Our Twitter is at Cornsports. Our Instagram is cornfedsports1. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash cornfedsports1. And lastly, our blog website is cornfedsports1.blogspot.com. Well, anything else you want to add before we dive right in? Let's get right into it. All right. Rapid minute coming at you. We're uh, sticking a little bit with the NFL since this is pretty much our biggest episode uh, preview on the NFL. So, going to stick with that. All right. Sure. Our first one. Mount Rushmore of NFL current coaches. Yeah, I see you included yours in the itinerary this week. <laughs> I did. Saw, I didn't have time it. to print it off. So <coughs> just saw that. So uh, should, we, should we just shoot one back and forth? Yeah, here? you start. All right. Obviously, four people. No That's order. Four. <laughs> so obviously, you got to go with goat. Probably Bill Belichick. He's a he's a no 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 doubter. What do you think about that? Oh, for sure. He's on the probably the Mount Rushmore of all time coaches, oh, much yeah. less current. So would you say he's Mount Rushmore of all, all head coaches, coaches in, in the sports, entire yes. sports. Yep. I would agree. For sure. So then our um, second, my second one, Sean McVay. I, he really impressed me in year number, was that last year, his second year? Yeah. Uh, he just really impressed me. Um, did a great job, made great adjustments. Um, this third year, though, is going to be a little different, I think, for him. I'm kind of basing it off last year. Yeah, and then, for sure. But, um, you know, they're knowing his stuff and the Rams aren't going to really be sneaking up on anybody this year. So I'm going to be surprised to see what he can do this year. Um, I'm excited. So, okay, so my number two is um, Andy Reid. You, I probably have him, but he's just done a great job. Led the Eagles for all those years, now lead the Chiefs. One game away from the Super Bowl last year. I think they'll get there this year, honestly. Just what he does with quarterbacks, what he did with Mahomes last year, amazing. So, yeah, definitely Andy Reid. Did he kind of get a screw job in Philly. Yeah. I mean, he led to five straight NFC championships, led to a Super Bowl appearance. And yeah. then they kind of ran I mean, out they honestly didn't have, like, worldly players either no. when he was there. He gets the most out of his players. Yeah, definitely. He just – I think he connects very well with his players too. And, For sure. But my third one too, I also had Andy Reid. Um, that's an easy one in my opinion. Um, offensive genius. Excuse For me. Sure. He can, you know – and look what he did with Mahomes, just developed him so much in a short amount of time. And no, nobody saw that coming, nope, let's be honest. No, not for sure. Not at all. Even the biggest of cheap fa- cheese no. fans. So, uh, My number three, I'm going to go John Harbaugh. Ravens well, I like coach. that. Really does, he's underrated, I think. He just kind of quiet, not one of those high-profile, loud coaches, but does a really good job. They get to the playoffs almost every year, always contending. Gets the most out of his team. Never has a great offense, but gets the most out of what he has. And... I think they're going to see we're going to see big things from them this year, and so that's my number three. Yeah, I'm very excited to see how what Lamar Miller he, or uh, Lamar, Lamar. He said he's going to revolutionize the NFL this year. That's what Harbaugh said the other day. I would not be surprised if he broke the single season uh, carry record for oh, a quarterback. Oh, carry record, sure. I watched him in the playoff game the last year. He was he was straight garbage. Yeah, I think we talked about it on one of our. But first we'll episodes. see if maybe he learns from that and comes back different. Yeah, and he got some good players around him too. Yeah, um, for sure. So that'll be fun to watch his development overall. But my last one, sticking with Philly, actually. Big big fan of this guy. Uh, former Green Bay Packer court, uh, backup to Brett Years. Favre. Yeah. Uh, Doug Peterson. He is yeah. an offensive genius, too. He is. Um, you know, what he did with the 
Big Dick Nick over there. <laughs> yep. Got Big Dick and, Nick a big contract. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, Philly special. Everybody knows that play now, too. Um, be interesting to see what happens um, if Carson Wentz can ever stay healthy. I think that's a big factor for him, too, obviously. For sure. Because when he's healthy, he's probably a top 10 quarterback yeah, in the league. for sure. So that'll be interesting to watch. And my number four, I'm going to go to the AFC for my first time, Pete Carroll. I really, really don't like Pete Carroll I at all. I hate Pete Carroll. hate Pete Carroll, but he has done an amazing job coaching that team. He did all those years where they went to two Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl, and then he went through a down year and then re- retooled the whole thing, got rid of the Legion of Boom, and then last year they were really good again. Is I think he, they're going to be better this year. They'll be better this year. He just he finds a way to win. He retools and rebuilds and finds a way to Finally win. Finally got an offensive line a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm too. just I, I really don't like him at all. I don't like Seattle, but he does a great job over there. My only question for you is – this was a huge story. Like a couple weeks ago, I saw an interview with the uh, Earl Thomas when he broke his leg and he was getting carted off. He was flipping off. Pete oh, Carroll. I saw that. What do you What do you think about that? I just think they had a falling out. Yeah, I just mean, too great. He kind of reminds me of Joe Madden. Like I think his message would get old after a while. Like I think it's like a three or four year shelf life with him, and then his yeah, upbeat, kinda. positive message kind of just gets old on guys. Yeah. Well, so. and especially he's was mostly. I mean, he's had some prior. NFL coaching experience, but he exactly. just came from college, so yep. that's more of a you know rah rah like for sure type of deal. It's way up. Yeah, you get and you get new players every yeah yeah. Years. So they, you, they so you know you can. Which honestly, that's honestly. I mean, you don't have to recruit in the NFL, but being a college coach, you just have so much more freedom. Oh, I feel for like. sure. And you get glorified and make more money. But I mean, I think we have pretty similar lists, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't really argue with either of our differences, I feel like. Either Pete no. Carroll's a good, really good coach. Um, I just wish I, I could have put my favorite coach on the list, Mike McCarthy, but sadly he's no longer with us. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't get a job, though, honestly. I, I can't he, he sucks. He's not that bad. Look what he – he developed Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron Rodgers developed Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Mike McCarthy is the – we won in spite of Mike McCarthy. He is quite possibly the worst NFL coach ever. Oh, that's a he was horrible. You're not that bad. He just he was horrible. He kind of just at the end of his tenure, the game kind of passed him by a little bit. Maybe the start of his tenure, the game passed him by. The guy was horrible. I said that in a Super Bowl year. I literally told my dad during the Super Bowl year, we won yeah, the Super Bowl in spite, in spite of Mike McCarthy. <laughs> but can't stand the man. He'll get his job somewhere, I'm sure. Hope not. <laughs> if you hate unless, him so much, why would you be mad then? Yeah. So... Moving on to our next one. This is more of a discussion <laughs> instead of a, you know, Mount Rushmore like we typically do. But this is kind of big. I saw it on Twitter a lot, and I know the Packers just had one of these the last two days. But what are your thoughts on joint practices that they've been doing? I don't like them. They're I mean, different. If you're going to get rid of the preseason, that's fine. Get rid of the preseason let's do joint practices. I'm that's fine with that. Idea. But, like, the other day, the Packer guy got lit up by a Texan dude. Jay Stern. Yeah, he got sent lit that up on, the yeah, showers. Yeah, he didn't practice today either. The, we had joint practice day two today and he didn't... The safety or Yeah, he didn't get to practice today. And he's a rookie too, yeah. I was reading. And they said Bill O'Brien left him in today. And stuff like that, I just... I feel like guys want to hit each other because they've been practicing against each other. And you don't want to kill it's your own gonna, team. It's going to lead to problems. Yeah. I mean, I could see it, you know, being beneficial in many ways. But let's be honest. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers was saying, you're not gonna show your you're gonna show your most vanilla of most vanilla plays yes. that you're running. Yep. You're not gonna you're not give gonna anything show away. Because no. you know it's pretty much advertising for the other team. Then I see Lafleur said he wants to do more of them next yeah, year. Yeah, and so Rodgers is not a fan, obviously. No, I don't think Rodgers. I think I don't think they're a terrible idea. Maybe one day, but I feel like two days in a row. That's kind of yeah, that's a lot. Especially you know, like you're going. At it yeah. hard, like you know, you're not gonna take it easy on your the other team. No, it was kind of cool to see JJ Watt come to Wisconsin. Ride the, ride the bike. He broke the he bike. He broke seat. the bike. <laughs> it's like it was all going well until I broke. And that bike. guy's the man. You can't ever hate on that man, JJ Watt. No, I He's love JJ Watt. Did you see what he said? His three favorite things are spotted cow, Culver's the custard, and then I think it was cheese curds. Wisconsin, all Wisconsin <laughs> oh, yeah. legends, right Gotta there. Gotta love it. So that's awesome. Yeah, I love JJ Watt. Yeah, he's the man. But um, can we move on to our next question? Sure. All right. So there's been a pretty big uh, fallout, I guess you can say, especially like with some of the high prolific NFL players I've heard and read. Um, Kevin Durant obviously had a pretty significant calf injury. Oh, for sure. And then he probably came back too early on it. Definitely. And then, yeah. Definitely. Then he obviously tore his Achilles and out for a whole year. Yep. 
And there's kind of been a little bit in the NFL. You've been reading about calf injuries, uh, notably uh, Andrew Luck. Yep. He hasn't, like, practiced at all because he's had a calf injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are your thoughts on that whole situation as a whole? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does it make sense or is it, it just kind of It makes sense, but I don't know if it's because of the Durant thing. I feel like they put Luck in a bubble any chance, anytime he gets well, hurt. he's very injury prone. Yes, and I feel it's like week one. We haven't even reached week one of the preseason. I think if this was a regular season, he'd be playing. Oh yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, but I, I, it'll be interesting to see athletes in general. Will they rush themselves back for big games if they don't feel they're healthy? I feel like it definitely because I mean Kevin Durant's a what top five, oh, ten sure. athlete in all the whole all world, sports, yes. like popularity wise, yes, for sure. So I think it definitely you know plays a factor down the road. Um, I think they'll definitely think twice about it now. Yeah, it's, I mean. He was in the finals, so maybe, you know, rushed it a little bit more. But, like, a regular season game, he probably would have been No, he definitely would have sure. sacked. But, I don't know. It's it's just kind of interesting that it's, like, popping up now. Yeah. But I, I did see a tweet from, like, an NFL doctor. He said Durant's calf injury had didn't correlate with the Achilles at all, which I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. Because it's same leg, you know. Yeah. And well, I, I thought he tore his Achilles when he first hurt yeah. the calf. Just doesn't seem. Yeah, and I, obviously the calf's connected to the Achilles at somewhere, right? Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just seems interesting to me. Yeah, but we'll keep a uh, watch on that going forward. Uh, maybe we'll see some see more they, information. See or, out. Yeah, but well, our last rapid minute question for the night. I mean, we can talk about this one probably all night. Let's be Good. honest. Best NFL moments. Okay. What do you got over there, Timmy? Well, I have a couple for sure. There's two two that really stand out to me. The first was the Brett Favre touchdown to Andre Risen. First play of the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he runs up. He runs with the helmet. I mean, (laughs) I was that was '96, so I was 10 years old, and I I never missed a Brett Favre. Literally, I can honestly say I do not think favorite athlete of all time. Yeah, probably. And I really can honestly say I do not think I ever missed a game. I remember his first ever game when he came in. I really do not think I ever missed watching. When it was the Packers or the Packers. Yeah, like I literally watched every Sunday. And so that moment was just like a culmination of like a lot of years. And so that was a great moment for me. And then the other moment I remember, I don't know why this stands out to me. It was on a Monday night. We were playing the Bears. And I still, either us or the Bears kicked the field goal. And I remember watching the fan jump out of the upper deck. He jumps out of the, he jumps, (laughs) Al Michaels is announcing. The man jumps out of the upper deck and he catches the ball right when it goes through the goalpost. And then he lands. And then gets arrested. But That's insane. It's, you I don't know, remember. We were that. watching it live with my dad. We went to YouTube. We that. watched oh it's on YouTube. We watched with a bunch of friends every week and we were watching and like they all started like, Did you see that? Like, did someone just jump out of the stands? And the announcers, I think it was Frank Giffords, like, I think someone just jumped out of the stands. <laughs> and they showed it again, and sure enough, I mean he literally jumped out of the second deck and timed it perfectly, caught the ball, and then landed. He like didn't get hurt or No, it was fine. I've never That's seen insane. Never seen anything like he's got his back, his bear's hat on. He just he looks like an angel. Comes out of the upper deck and just literally how he timed it and caught it. That's like insane. I, I've never seen. I've literally never seen anything like it. And I saw it live on a Monday night. Packers oh Bears. And we're going to YouTube it. It was unbelievable. That's literally the most. I'll never, I, I'm gonna have to check that. I'll out. never forget it. That. We just watched it on YouTube the other day. Wow. He literally how he timed it. It was. I mean, drunk people do stupid stuff and. Jumping out of the upper deck, stupid. But how he timed it and literally hits him right in the chest. That catches the football like, and then falls to the ground. I would love to know like the odds of him actually being able to time that. Oh, it's it, probably less than like one oh, percent. So that's those are the two moments that really stick out. <laughs> no, to me. yeah, I I love that one. I'm gonna have to yeah, watch we'll that have, now. The break we'll have to YouTube because yeah. it's something else. <laughs> but mine aren't quite as wild as that, which I don't know if I could ever top that. Let's be honest. Don't forget it. But my first one, I'm just like, what sticks out to me that I remember, like you know. From when I grew up till now, I guess. Uh, my first one, Monday Night Football, actually. Brett Favre's dad had just passed away. Oh. And he comes out and threw for like 400, 300 yards in the first half, I think. 399. Yeah. First half. And then, like, he was not uh, throwing an incompletion all night. Nope. And it was an unbelievable game. And he was, like, hucking it up in triple coverage. The guys would still come down with it. Like, if you don't believe in a higher being, that would probably be the time to be like, all right, there's there's something going on, you know? Like in yeah, that for moment. sure. And the receivers even played out of their mind. Yeah. I just will never forget that game. That was just awesome because I was pretty young then. Yep. And then my other one is a Packer one as well. I remember this one like it was yesterday. It was – I was in fifth grade. Packers, Vikings went overtime, and I was like – 
my dad's like, you need to get to bed. Cause I was, you know, nine years, 10 years old at the time or whatever. And he's like, you need to get to bed. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, Brett Favre just hucks it down the field. The Vikings guy knocks it, knocks it away. Uh, Antonio Freeman lands on his belly. The ball rolls on his arm, on his shoulder. And he comes down with it and runs it in for a touchdown to win the game. And I just, that was the Dennis Miller yeah. game. <laughs> I think he caught it. Yeah, Al Michaels. Was, he did what? Yep. That was insane. I was made to go to bed for that game because we had a paper route that started at like 3 in the morning. Jeez. We were made to go to bed. And yeah, we taped it. That was back when we still like VHS yeah, tape yeah. stuff. Because I don't... The game probably got over at like midnight. Yo, it was Because it was a Monday night football game and those started at what, like 8.30? No, for sure. So... Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I remember that game very well. <laughs> awesome moment, for awesome sure. Awesome moment, Packer Vikings. Then my last one, though, this is kind of sticking with the current era a little bit. Um, Tom Brady went in his first Super Bowl against the Rams. After he won, he's looking into the stands, got his yep. hands on top of his head, and he's just, like, smiling. Like, he can't believe what just happened. Yeah, he was shocked. Yeah. Cause, like, remember that game? Well, I was rooting for him. Big time. They were huge underdogs. Huge. Huge. Massive underdogs, because the Rams were just coming off a of Super Bowl the year before, correct? Yep. Great yep. so, show on turf. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, one of the funnest teams ever, too, by yeah, the way. Those were great moments. But Anything else you want to add no. before we uh, get into our preview for the night? Oh, that was good. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for it. Um, should be a great episode. Thanks for uh, tuning in so far. Uh, we'll keep it rolling. All right. Fantasy football preview, baby. Best time of year for fantasy fans, that's for sure. For Everybody's sure. getting you know amped up. Uh, Shaking off the cobwebs from last year. Uh, turn your season around if you had a bad one from last year. Or, you know, continue on that hot streak. Yeah. So if you are having issues with your team, you're in the right place, let's be honest. I got a couple championships under my belt. I think Tim said he had nope, a couple. No, never won a fantasy really? football. Well, fantasy baseball is my thing. I got, I got to the championship last year with Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rode him and Tyreek Hill all the way to the championship <laughs> and just... Got beat in the finals, but... Oh, it's... A lot of it's luck, but, I mean, you can set yourself up, obviously, and then you gotta be smart through the season. We'll touch on that later, but... So we're just kind of kind of break down uh, position-wise. Um, I think that's the best thing to do For here. For sure. You know, kind of give our predictions overall, you know, a couple dark horses and uh, what we think the, you know, fantasy season's gonna bring. For sure. Um, should we just go back and forth like we have been, you know, eight down to one? We can do that. That's fine. All right. That seems like it goes pretty well for the most part. So we're going to start with uh, probably the biggest position in fantasy, I would say. Yeah. Receivers. Especially, yeah, we're, sure. we're mostly prominent uh, PPR league, which for those that don't know, uh, point per reception. So if you're in a PPR league, make sure you tune up real big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like I said, wide, wide receivers here. So my number eight guy, love this guy. He's probably one of the most underrated receivers in all of football. Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton. Love him. Gets a lot of deep balls from Luck. Gets a lot of TDs. Um, I mean, a lot of it depends on Luck, if he's healthy or not. Oh, for sure. So, but I had to have him on there. I love him. You know, he's a deep play threat. Scores a lot of tutties. Um, fun guy to watch. So For sure. Who you got for your number eight over there, Timmy Boy? My number eight is, this is a guy, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Some people are higher on him than I. I'm going to go Keenan Allen. Love Chargers, Keenan Allen right? for the Chargers. Yeah. Love him and Phillip Rivers. They don't have a lot of other weapons over there, especially without yeah. Melvin Gordon holding yeah. out. They're not going to have a lot of other weapons, so I'm going to put Keenan Allen as number eight. No, I like that. Um, you know, he's kind of one of those under-the-radar guys, If he too. stays healthy, he's a stud. Yeah, he's had some he has injury issues, yeah. so that's why I don't have him higher. But. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, but I like that pick. Um, my number seven, dude scores a ton of touchdowns. He's kind of with a bad quarterback situation as well. Um but Mike Evans from the, the Buccaneers, I uh, love him. Um, tall tall uh, target out there, too. He can pretty much come down with anything. You know, he runs good speed. Yeah, he's a tall um, drink of water. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like him a lot out on the outside. Yeah, I just so. worry about Jameis. I just yeah, don't I know. know. Jameis is a turnover machine. Yeah, and he just forces But that's sometimes good because they're going to be playing from behind a lot probably. And so yeah. that's sometimes good for fantasy. Yeah, it doesn't matter if your team's good. If you get down 30 points yeah. and you're throwing every time, that's sometimes Yeah, so. get a lot of those garbage time touchdowns and stuff can really swing a, a, a matchup too. So I'm going to go – this is my number seven. Yep. Um, I'm going to go Mari Cooper. I love he that. He really pick. had a big that. upside once. He was struggling with the Raiders. Got he got traded to the Cowboys and really became their main weapon. Really had some. I remember his Thanksgiving game. He just went off. Do just, you think 
Jason Witten back is going to help him. I just don't see Witten doing much. Me either, but, but no, I, I just think, <laughs> especially if they don't get Zeke, they're going to be throwing a lot. I just think he'll have a huge year. Yeah. So I'm going to go number him he's number kind seven. He's Dax uh, security blanket. He is. He's his big weapon. You know. And, and PPR, he, he's going to get a lot of yeah, catches. a lot of targets. And he knows how to run after the catch. I mean, they don't have a ton. I mean, Randall Cobb's there now, but he's kind of he's been old. on a downward slope for a couple years now. He's, he's injury prone more than anybody. For sure. So, no, I love that, though, Timmy. So my number six, I had to put him on here, unfortunately. Not a fan of some of the things that have came out about him. Um, he's kind of also injury prone, though. Tyree Kale for the Chiefs. Um, you know, he's a burner. He's suspension gonna... prone, too, so I just never know what Tyree, yeah. what he could do. But some, If he's on the field, he'll, he'll be a top wideout for the year, let's yep. be honest. He gets a lot of targets. For sure. Um, downfield, like I said, is there, there's probably not a faster player in the league. No. I mean, he's a, in the top three for sure. Yep. So great hands. Um, also, it's a contract year, I think, for him. So that could be a little more incentive, you know, especially with some of the uh, issues that have been coming out with uh, his personal life. For sure. So, but who you got for uh, number six? Number, s- number seven for me. No, that's your six, I thought. Well, it will be six, yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go, guy you mentioned earlier, T.Y. Hilton. Love him. Love T.Y. Hilton. I know a lot of rankings don't have him as high, but I just, I love him. The guy just puts up numbers. Quiet, the ball, quiet superstar. A lot too. of touchdowns. Just big fan. So that's my number six. And also, there's not a whole lot of drama with him. No. Nope. Like, I mean, that's not nothing to do with fantasy rankings, but just a big fan of him overall. Yep. But, so my number five, big fan of his uh, on-the-field work. I think him and uh, my boy Baker are going to connect pretty well over there. OBJ, baby. Odell Beckham. Okay. So he's going to have a great year, I think, in Cleveland. Cleveland's going to... Be a fun, fun, fun team to watch. I know that. Sure. I, I'm almost putting him higher, but then they also have another stud uh, in Jarvis Landry. He's a stud. You know, got some good uh, running yep. backs too. Good tight end over there. So, otherwise, I'd probably have him higher. So, fair enough. What do you got, number five, Tim? Number five, I'm gonna go Michael Thomas for the Saints. Just got a big contract. Think he's gonna do just huge things over there. Connects great with Drew. Connects great with Drew Brees. Who's accurate and still puts the ball right there all the time. Not gonna take a lot of sacks. Get the ball out. Yep, big Michael Thomas fan. Big yeah, I love end him. zone threat. Another one of those quiet superstars, too. For sure. But my number four, this is your guy, I know for a fact. Juju. Juju. Probably my favorite player in the league yeah, right now. Yeah, your guy. Love me some Juju. He's going to have a huge year, I think, because Antonio Brown kind of trashed him on the way mm-hmm. out a little bit. Um, they don't have as many good players around him. They got James Conner on the backfield yep. still, but the receiver co- receiving core is kind of down as a whole, I would say. So I think he's – and they kind of throw him a lot of those, like, tunnel bubble screens, too, that Brown kind of got before yep. that. So I'm, I'm looking Big forward. Big Juju fan. Yeah. I think he's got a lot, a lot of touchdowns this yeah. year. Yeah, I would snag him quick if I was on I have him every year try to. Yeah. Like, he's a first-round talent for, for sure. sure. So. so my number four is also Juju. Love me some Juju. <laughs> Just – I saw he last week he bought – did you see that? Guy got Juju's face tattooed on his head. Yeah. I and Juju tweeted tickets. out, I'm going to get you season tickets. I just – just love the guy. How he's handled the drama with um, Brown and just yeah, I just love him. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he does his job and goes out and plays. He honestly, outside of the Packers, might be my favorite player yeah. in the NFL. He's awesome. He's love so me some fun. juju. What this is this his third year now? His third. So also, when my love affair began with Juju, I was late in the season and I needed to win a playoff. Last year or two years. Two years ago, first rookie his rookie year, I needed to win a game to go to the playoffs. And I was down big on a Sunday night. And I wasn't watching the game, and then all of a sudden I looked and I was winning. And Juju had taken a 99-yard touchdown to the house. And I was go- – I it was like 1130. And I went nuts. <laughs> it gave me the lead and I ended up winning because of a 99-yard for Juju. The reason I love fantasy football is because it kind of forces me to pay attention to other professionals. You watch games you would never yeah, watch. Yeah, like, you know, a su- uh, Sunday afternoon game between the Chargers and, you know, the Chiefs or something yep. like that. But, yeah, it's it's awesome. So my number three, one guy you uh, listed previously, Michael Thomas from the Saints. Mm. I think he's, you know, obviously some we touched on some of the things that we said earlier, but I just think he has an unbelievable year again. Um, yeah. I mean, he's a big target over there, and they also added some pieces around him. Yeah. Um, Jared Cook for tight end. So I think that's going to almost open him up a little bit more. For sure, you know, down the field a little bit. So I think he's just going to improve that much more so now i'm really curious which one of my final three that you're not going have to have in there oh. you, i have three guys left and you I'm curious which one you're not going to have in there we'll find out huh so my number three um julio jones love julio 
Love his connection with Matt Ryan. I think the guy has unbelievable hands, unbelievable footwork. He struggled last year to get some touchdowns. He had huge – I remember had him on one of my teams. He had huge games. He'd get like 150 yards receiving and no touchdowns. So that's frustrating. worries me a little bit. But I think the touchdowns will be back this year. That's the guy I didn't have in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I, I have him right outside. I just – you know, he's, he's – is he north of 30 now? He's got to be super close. Look that up quick. But, I mean, obviously he's still probably the, a top three or four receiver in the game. 30 years old. Fantasy, obviously, is a little bit different than regular. Yep. So, and that's all. And the Falcons don't have a ton. Of, like, they ever since their Super Bowl Super year, Bowl collapse. it's kind of just, you know, went down in the shitter. Yep, for sure. So, that's fine. But my number two guy, I'm not even biased about this guy because he's a Packer. I just think he's a hell of a player. He's going to get a ton of targets. He already is leading the league in touchdowns the past three years, I think. Um, Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers. You know, Rodgers, he scrambles. He looks for him instantly. He's a safety player. He though. honestly should almost force it up to him more, in my opinion. He he had like 1,600 yards receiving last year. Yeah. Didn't, didn't even play in all nope. 16 games. He's a stud. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Really became a stud. Yeah. he Especially like his rookie year. Like he was dropping so many balls. Oh. He just blossomed though. He's come a long way. Yeah. So my number two is probably your number one, Hopkins, Texans. Love the guy. Just amazing hands. He literally does not drop, drop anything. He puts those hands out there and it sticks to him. It's, it's amazing to watch. He needs a better quarterback. I wish he could get a quarterback. I mean, hopefully Deshaun Watson helps him this year. But it just – Yeah, it would be interesting. I'd love to see him with a real good quarterback like Aaron Rodgers yeah. or Brady or someone who could actually get him the ball. be real fun to watch. They uh, really moved up a couple of notches last year, though. They – I mean, they had a pretty good playoff run. They yes. made the playoffs. Um, I mean, they're a young team with him and, uh, you know, Watson. So I'm, yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to watching them. Um, like Tim said, I have him as my number one. Good I think there's no argue in terms of talent. He's probably the best receiver. I don't know if you would agree with that, but he's probably he's definitely up in the top two or three, I would say. For sure. But yep. I have him as my number one. Um, like Tim says, he catches everything. It's his amazing hands. Like it's like he has glue on his hands because, like, if it's anywhere close, he's – Gonna catch it, yeah. and he's also a sideline line tactician like Jordy Nelson was. For sure, he was. He knows how to use those people. Yeah, so, so I'm really curious who your number one is. My number one is Devonte Adams. I just I love it, love him, and I really. You look at the Packers; they do not have any other skill players. Like, literally, who's their other receiver? Who is their number two receiver? Um, I mean, the guy from Illinois. Yeah, I, but there's just not there's not a lot of talent outside of him. Yeah, for Rodgers to throw the ball to. I think so. Well, we'll touch on that later, but I think a couple of them, hopefully, will step up. We've been saying that for a lot of years, though, and it really hasn't happened yet. Well, they've kind of gotten younger there, too. They've lost some of their older guys, which I'm fine with. I hope hope there's more around him, but I just don't see it right now. And so, yeah, well, I mean, we'll find out. I'm going to go Devontae. Yeah. No, I think that's a great pick. I was close. Um, I just kind of went with overall talent, I felt like. The reason I went Devontae just because he's a better quarterback cover than Sean Way better quarterback. And he. And Rodgers hasn't been healthy for the last couple nope. of years. And he, uh, like I said, he's led the league in touchdowns the last few years, yep. which is the main thing. And, you know, so, but, you mean you don't trust your boy uh, Jake Kumararo or whatever his no. name is? No, White Jesus? Don't trust <laughs> anyone on that team. So, but, well, anything else you want to add? Or, actually, my dark horse I had, you had on your list. I had Amari Cooper on there. I think he's going to – He, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the top five. Well, for sure. I just don't love Dak Prescott at all. He's – but, I mean, he made a little bit of a step last year. Yep. But if they don't have Zeke either this year, that could also damage his psyche a little bit because, let's be honest, they're running, you know, third and shorts, second and shorts mostly. Like, yeah. you know, he pounds the ball. So My dark horse um, guy that dominated <laughs> the early fantasy year last year, Adam Thielen. Really yep. fell off second half of the season, but dominated early on. Really interested to see if he can get back to that. Do you think some of it's Kirk Cousins? <laughs> yeah, I don't think Kirk was helping him. But Kirk, and they also have Diggs, who's a, also a great receiver, so they kind of you know split the majority of the, the balls. Yeah, for sure. So No, I love both those players, those Diggs and uh, yeah. Thielen. So. No, that's a great list. Um, love, love who you had on your list mostly. You Good list. <laughs> Top of the line, bud. All right. What's so, next? We got next. I think we got running backs. Yep. Top eight running backs, baby. This is also 
running backs isn't near as important as it once was, but if you have a dual threat running back, it can go a long way. Especially in PPR. Yeah. I love – like, that's why I love PPR, though. It just adds another dimension, and it's just that much more fun, in my opinion. Yep, me too. So, you want to start this one? Well, well you can go first. Okay. okay. Um, my number eight, I actually have – I was close to not putting him on, and then I think – with the new offense, and it sounds like they're going to be committed to the run, which they haven't been in the past, but Aaron Jones for the Packers. I think he has a big year. He's super quick, um, catches the ball out of the backfield a little bit too, and like I said, um, with uh, LaFleur's new offense, they're like supposedly committed to the run, so that's kind of what I'm banking on here. Gotta hope so. Also, I'm putting an asterisk by this right now because I don't believe two of these running backs that should be on here are going to play this year. Okay. Obviously, Zeke and uh, Gordon. I don't think they're either are going to play this year. I think Gordon will play in the end. You think so? But I'm not going to put him on there just because of that. Yeah. No, I would agree either way. So, you got your number eight over there, buddy boy? Yeah, I'm going to go number eight. I think he's out to prove something. Le'Veon Bell. I think he missed a whole year. He's going to be fresh. Great catcher out of the backfield. Yeah, he can catch. He's going to run well. I really think the Jets are starting to build something over there. I think he'll I have think a so huge year. I think the Jets... Might be uh, jockeying for a playoff spot yes. this year. And I think he wants to prove something. So now I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell at number eight. Yeah, I love that pick. Um, my number seventh on the fantasy uh, running back rankings, I have Nick Chubb. He kind of took over there as the lead dog for the Browns. Um, also, this kind of depends. You know, they signed um, Kareem Hunt, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But I don't know. I love Nick Chubb out of the backfield for the Browns. You know, he kind of fits their whole dy- dynamic that they're trying to build on offense over there. Um, obviously, they got a new offense, the first-time head coach over there, too. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch. But I would not be afraid to take him. If he's your number two rec- uh, running back, I think you're doing pretty good. I would totally agree with that. So um, My number two, or number seven, <laughs> we talked about this earlier in the show. I'm gonna go, we're going to go David Johnson. I hope he has a bounce back year, the UNI product. Love, would love it. Like him a lot. He's got to stay healthy, too. Hope he has a bounce back year. Yeah. Um, before I go on to my sixth one, I just want to say this is actually a lot of fun to talk about fantasy. Oh, it's a blast. <laughs> Having a blast with it. But my number six um, had a great year last year. I think he's going to duplicate it. Um, James Conner for the Steelers. For sure. You know, they've lost some talent over there, too, with Brown and Bell out. Yep. Granted, Bell didn't play last year. But this dude is... Pro, uh, proven to be a three-down back and catch the ball out of the backfield, you know, run between the tackles, scores a lot of touchdowns. Um, all those things are good fantasy football, right? For sure. <laughs> so that's why I got him at my number six. Very good. So Number – this one's tough for me. I'm going to go number six. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. I really – he averaged most yards per carry last year. McCarthy just wouldn't get out of his own way and give him the ball. But I think with Aaron Rodgers, they're going to not expect the run. Big Aaron Jones fan. If they commit to running the ball with him, I think they could be very successful. Yep. So I like that pick. Obviously, I had him on my eight. But so my fifth, you said him earlier, Le'Veon Bell. Yep. I think he's coming back with a vengeance. You know, he has a little bit to prove this year. Let's be honest. Uh, Set out whole last year, uh, which was let's be honest again, super ballsy. It was very ballsy. Um, He apologized to all fantasy owners. I did. That's why I had to put him on there. I think he is ready to go. <laughs> I hope so. You know, he might be the best pass catching back in the league too. Let's oh, be honest. For sure. So he's unbelievable. He's a beast. Alright, so what number are we on here? Number five. Number buddy. five. I'm gonna go James Conner. Really big fan of his. I just think with the receivers they have and the quarterback and the offense they run, I think he's just gonna have a lot of chances, a lot of short yardage touchdowns, I think, from him. Yeah. Gonna be a big year for James Conner. Yeah, I think so too. I'm I'm excited. You know, I'd like to see what he can do. He's a had some weird haircuts last year, but it didn't affect his play at all. No. <laughs> so, my number four, though, another uh, guy on your list previously, David Johnson. I think he has a huge year. You know, he's finally getting a good quarter. Well, I'd like to think he's going to be a good quarterback. And, you know, maybe the offense might screw him over a little bit, but he's also another. I think what the top eight all have in common is they're great ca- uh, pass catchers out yep, of the backfield. And that's why. So, I would definitely, you know, for our listeners, definitely target some backs that can catch the ball out of the backfield. For sure. So that's why I have David Johnson number four. Number four for me, I'm going to go Zeke. There's just no way he doesn't play. You don't think so? No. Jerry Jones is a softie at heart. Yeah. Jerry Jones loves his guys. He'll give them the money in the end. Apparently I heard today they have offers on the table for all three of their studs. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, he's Dak and 
He's going to pay him. He'll play. You think so? Yep. Might miss a game. Might miss two. I mean, obviously he's... He'll be back by week three. He's a top eight fantasy yep. running back when he's playing. He's as good as anyone. Let's be honest. So I'm putting him number four. So, No, that's good. If he's Like I said, if he's playing, he's definitely in there. And I think probably the top three is the same. It's just different order. Yeah. Like it, the three top are pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. We'll see what order they come in. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see who you got at number one. <laughs> it's be interesting. Number three, though, I know he is your guy. He is your guy. Saquon Barkley, baby. Oh! You love him, don't you? Love him. <laughs> Got the biggest quads in the world, I swear to God. I'll never forget what he did to Iowa that one year. And that's why I will always love him. <laughs> On a Saturday night, basically, Iowa should have upset us that night. And Saquon Finger kept, us in, away, basically. kept us in that game single-handedly. He's an animal. I mean, it's tra- his game is transform- uh, translated to the NFL so great. great. He's fit in perfectly. Um, it's a shame he's not on a better team yet, so we'll see how that continues this year. Yep. So, who you got number three over there, bud? Number three, I am also going to go Saquon. I just think his team stinks. Yeah. He's, They're going to stock the box against no him. No OBJ this year. It, I just I don't think he'll have as many chances, but he'll do good with what he does have, but it just won't be enough to be number one or number two. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how successful that team can do. I don't know. They're gonna be four or five win team, I would assume. Yep. So he's gonna. I don't. I hope they don't shut him down, just because you know that can happen. You know why would you risk the injury? But for sure, he's definitely a top running back in the league. Yep. Um, my number two though, love this guy. He's he's kind of a weirdo, which makes me love him even more. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, love the man. He's great. He's another one of them pass catching backs. Let's he's be great. honest. Um, he's you know, awesome. We I think we touched on a earlier episode maybe or we talked about it before but what kind of scares us a little bit about him is his goal line carries yep. i mean gr- granted ingram's not there anymore Ingram stole last year for yeah him. so if you're thinking about picking him i'd maybe keep that in the back of your head for but sure. he's definitely a top back yep so and i'm gonna go same way tomorrow numbers we're two. green a lot tonight i just the the only reason he's not number one is the goal line carries yeah. i heard an interview the other day with sean payton on the rich eisen show and he said because Rich had him last year, got robbed of all the goal lines. He says, can I draft him number one this year? And he said, we'll go with the biggest guy on the goal line. That's what he said. And Rich's like, so you're not committing to Kamara. And he said, we'll go with the biggest guy. And so he's just not committing again. And so it scares me. Yeah. I, I don't – that's so weird, though. It's like – I mean, it makes sense. You want to power him in a little bit. But why not stick with the guy that got you down there? You know, they picked up so, that Latvius Murray from the Vikings last yep. year. So he's a little bit bigger of a back. And that's too, what he right? said. He could get the carries. Yeah. So that's good point. That's right. I think maybe that's why we both don't have yep, him. That's really. why I don't have him. My number one, though, love this man. He killed it last year. I had him on my team. Great, great, great catcher out of the backfield again. Um, put on some muscle, too. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Put on some straight muscle. Um, Killed Iowa in the Rose Bowl here. That's why I love him. <laughs> um, Christian McCaffrey, Carolina. Um, you know, they're kind of a running team to begin with, too. Oh, yeah. Him oh, with Cam over there. Yep. Um, and they give him a ton of carries, ton of, you know, targets out of the backfield. Because sure. Cam, let's be honest, doesn't really throw the ball down the field very well. So he kind of is looking for his dump-offs and dinks. So for sure. I think, hands down, I would take him number one overall, I think, in the entire for draft. Sure. And I, as well, number one. I just think he's going to have a huge year with the extra muscle, be an all of every down back for once. Yep. And they've got rid of some of their other running backs yep. too. Right? It'll be just him. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward Big to fan. it. I think. I think he has a huge year. Me too. Big time. So, yep. Look forward to that. I would. If you have number one pick, I would honestly. You can't go wrong with any of those three guys. Honestly, to no, start no, your no, draft, no. I would say. Yeah. I mean, if you had the number one overall pick, who would you take? First, in the running, would you take a running back or yeah. receiver first? If I had top three picks, you'd take one of those, one three, those three, and then after yeah. that, I'd stay away. Because you guys. also know that those three are going to get a ton of guy kind of catch catches. Yep. So no, I, I would take one of those three as well. So great list. But after that, I stay away from running backs for a, probably a yeah. long time. Yep, I would agree. But who do you kind of got for a dark horse? Like, well, keep my, your eye on it. My dark type. horse is if Melvin Gordon plays. It's going to be real interesting to see where he falls. Do some mock drafts and stuff and see if he's fallen to like the twenty, like the second, third round, fourth round. And you can snag him there in a fourth round pick and take a chance on it. They also have good running backs like, yes. without him. So it would be interesting to see. If he falls, I'm definitely taking a chance on him. 
No, yeah. I'll, why not, right? Much like you did with Zeke a couple years ago with the suspension. My brother drafted Zeke a couple years ago and he got that six-game suspension. He had a great suspension. team, I remember. Yes, and he took him, like, in the 10th round. Yeah, which at that and point, And then why Zeke not, right? played most of the year and then... So it was a great pick for him. Yeah. And so it just... Yeah. My yeah. my dark horse, though, I... This guy's was been dinged up and had a serious injury when he first came in, but I think Dalvin Cook for the Vikings. I was going to... Yeah. I think he has a good year. He's super fast. You know, he's fun to watch. He's a great player on the backfield. And the Vikings need to get their running game involved, let's be honest, yep. if they're going to do what I think. Get that play action throw, going. Throw, and, throw. Yeah, because Kirk Cousins isn't that type of quarterback. No, let's be that's honest. great. Great so, pick. Thanks, Timmy. I love when you compliment <laughs> Doesn't happen often. <laughs> oh. We had a listener really blast a lot of Eric's theories last week. So. Just hating on the aliens. I'm trying to make up for it this week. <laughs> so. Well, top eight quarterbacks. Should we dive in on them, bad boys? Sure. All right, this is where it gets fun. I'll go first if you want. Oh, it's up to you. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right, let's hear your number eight. Number buddy. eight for me. Talked about his coach earlier. I'm going to go Russell Wilson. The guy makes plays with his legs. He makes plays with his arms. I just He's got an offensive line. They don't have as much defense. So they're going to have to score to win. Yeah. Yeah, pound the rock, get the play action. I mean, he yep. runs the ball, too. I think he's going to have a huge year. Yeah. I, I like that pick. Um, my number eight, Drew Brees. Old, reliable. Throws a lot of touchdowns. Yep. He, The thing that kind of scares you away a little bit, though, I mean, let's be honest. You're not drafting a quarterback in the first three rounds anyways. Shouldn't be. Shit, even four or five rounds, I would say. But yeah. Drew Brees. Throws a lot of touch uh, interceptions. Um, he, I swear to God, he throws at least one a game, if not two. So that always kind of scares you away a little sure bit. Sure does. But... You know, he's got great targets, and the acquisition of Jared Cook, I think, helps him a lot, too. Yep. So, um, think about picking him if you need a quarterback late. Number eight. Who you got number seven over there, buddy? Um, number seven, I'm going to go <laughs> Jared Goff. Wow. I think he's got a lot of weapons. We talked about Sean McFay and his offensive strategies earlier. I think they're going to put up a lot of points. Yep. I'm going to go Goff. I think he'll have a big year. Air raid offense, I think he's just going to... Does the whole girly situation yep. scare you a little bit? No, because I think he'll have to pass more. Yeah, yeah. Big fan. Also, thinking of that, we didn't, neither of us had girly in our top eight running backs, which shouldn't be surprising. No. So, um, moving on, number, my number seven. I think he has a ba- bounce back year. I read some things about him. Um, said he really concentrated on his throwing motion this offseason. You know, he's got the security blanket in Christian McCaffrey. Cam Newton. And I th- also think he gets a lot of those uh, goal line. You know, they do the quarterback draw yep, or whatnot. So, you know, if he can get close to one touchdown a game on the ground and yep. throw for another one, you know, that's a solid. Yeah, really. You know, like I said, if you need a quarterback late too, I mean, why not? You know, he's a solid quarterback. Uh, Fair enough. Especially fantasy. If this was real, <laughs> you know, like football right. rankings, I'd, he wouldn't be anywhere close to the top eight. So, but I'd keep an eye on him, you know. Okay. He's got to fit your, your style of team, yes. I guess. Number six for me, I'm going to go Carson Wentz. I think he's going to bounce back and be healthy. It's his team now. There's no talk about who the quarterback is. BDN. Yep. I think he's going to have a huge year. Yeah. So. He just scares me a little bit with his injuries. But, no, I can. if he's healthy, he's, he's definitely healthy. up there. He's anyone. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, he's fun to watch. Good guy. So, my number six, I think he also has a bounce back year. Um, hopefully they can get their offense figured out a little bit. They've kind of... Struggled since their Super Bowl loss, but Matt Ryan, oh. he's talk about throwing an interception a game. I yeah. feel like he's good for yeah. at least one or two. Yeah, you're not wrong on that, but I don't know. He's like I said, got to improve his decision making yes. a little bit. Uh, his accuracy was down a little bit last year, so fair enough. But all right, so resume I guess kind of speaks well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Number five for me, I'm gonna go Drew Brees. I have him a little higher on my list than you do, just because of his track record. Yeah, the guy throws for four thousand yards every year. He's gonna you can throw pretty 30, much 40 touchdowns. It. You can book it. He, yeah, he throws some picks, but it's because he throws so much. Yeah, and they score a lot of points. So yeah, I'm gonna go Breeze number five. He's so much fun to watch. He is, and he's a great dude. Great dude. <laughs> Love Drew Brees. Drew Brees. My number five. Big fan of this dude, Baker Mayfield, baby. I think he has a big year. He's got some really good weapons around him this year. You know, probably. The best one-two punch at receiver in the league, oh, I would for say. for sure. You know, got a solid tight end. Um, 
Nick Chubb, you know, what's his name's going to come back to? Uh, uh, running back from the Chiefs. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they're going to have they're gonna offense. So I got him at my number five. And, and like I said, he's also one of those dudes you just want to watch because you know he's going to do something special. Yeah, he'll be fun. So that's another – I think that kind of – when I'm picking, I kind of look and like, okay, am I going to have fun watching this guy or am I just yep. going to like hate my life? Yes. <laughs> so Number got, four yeah. for me, I'm going to go Andrew Luck. Huge bounce back here last year. We love T.Y. Hilton. They have a great up-and-coming running game. I just think huge things coming from Luck. Yeah. I also have him at number And he's one. got the best Twitter account <laughs> uh, out there. Colonel, Ad- yeah. Colonel Andrew Luck. He yeah. does look straight out of, like, the Revolutionary War. War yeah. There's nothing better than him. Yeah, like I said, I had him at number four, too. I think Colts, overall, they they might be a Super Bowl team this year. Potentially, yes, for sure. So they're huge. Yeah, I, which I think we're gonna give our Super Bowl predictions at oh, when we'll we do that. our area team previews. So, but yeah, I got him number four. <laughs> Who you got number three, Timmy? Number three, I am gonna go to Sean Watson. Love it. Runs the ball a lot, passes well. He's got the weapons there. Hopkins, obviously. I just, yeah, big fan. I think he's gonna get a lot of rushing touchdowns, a lot of yards with his feet. Big fan of Deshaun Watson. I think he's gonna have a huge, huge year. Honestly, when he came out of Clemson, I did not think he was going to be nope. too great of an NFL quarterback. But he's been pretty solid. And he had that amazing rookie year, and then he tore his, tore his ACL. ACL. And I don't know if he was ever fully healed yeah. from that last year. If he takes a year to come back from him, I think we're going to see a Especially huge quarterback. Year. You know, so much is like on planning your feet. I think you're going to see a huge year from yeah. Sean Watson. I like that. Um, my number three, though, got Aaron Rodgers up there. I think he has a good year this year. I think, you know, he's been hearing a lot of chirping about him the last, mm-hmm. this offseason. Should be motivated. Um, should be a much improved Packers team, I think. Uh, Can't be any worse. Yeah. So, you know, they might run the ball, which is going to open up some passing lanes. Um, sure. So, that's why I got him number three. And he's always a threat to run the ball. He is. So. Number two, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Love me some Rodgers. Probably my favorite player in the NFL right now. Just Yeah. Just a man. Yeah. I think he's going to have a huge year. I think he's just motivated. If he's, he's healthy, he's as good as anyone. Yeah. I think he's more motivated than he's been in for a couple years. I think so. This year, too, with so. all the chatter. I'm excited. But my number two is one of your previous, Deshaun Watson. I think he's going to have a big year, too. Uh, you know, he runs the ball, like you said. Got great weapons around him. Um, got a great defense, too, which when you also know you have a great defense, you're just out there relaxed, yep. you know, and you're swinging the ball around. Um, for sure. So that's going to be fun to watch. I think he's going to be awesome this year. And I think it's pretty obvious who our number one is. Mahomes. I just Kirk Cousins? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I just he won't Cross have his, he won't have the year he had last no, year, I don't think. I don't think that was historic. But he's gonna be great. Yeah. He they has so many weapons. Stats wise he's definitely gonna take a step back, I would assume. But, but he, he has he the best takes weapons. A step back and probably still throw forty touchdowns. Yeah. And, I mean, he's just unbelievable. Yeah. He he has the best weapons in all football. He's the closest thing to Brett Favre I've seen since Brett Favre. He's yeah. just so much fun to watch play. Yep. And I mean he's got Arguably the best tight end, best receiver in the league, and you know they're running running backs, and he's got an offensive genius in Andy Reid. Yep, it's gonna be so much fun. So yeah, great list there, Timmy. Um, my dark horse, though, I really want to root for this guy, and I think he's gonna in a good offensive fit for him. Kyler Murray, I think he has a solid rookie year, but I mean dark horse is dark horse for a reason. So yep. we'll we'll see how it goes, but I'm gonna be watching him. He's going to probably be out there on the waiver wire, so I would oh, also yeah. watch him uh, closely. But um, I have two dark horses if you're looking for waiver wire picks. The first is Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's – I don't Biscuits. like the guy, but I think he's going to have a really good year. And, and he, he can run the ball. He too. can be your backup quarterback, getting cheap on the waiver wire, make a spot start for you when you're out on the bye week. I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah. And my other one is Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G is oh, going to bounce back Jimmy. in a big way. He's This is his proven year – he needs to have a big year. I expect good looking teams. dude in a good offense with Shanahan. There, he knows <laughs> no, smart yeah. offense. Yeah, I agree. With I that. think Jimmy G's gonna have a big year. No, I I love both those dark horses. Um, I want to cheer for him. You know, especially it seems like he's a good guy. Love me some Jimmy. Came G. off an injury, serious one too. So, yep, yep. Um, anything else you want to touch on quarterbacks before mm. we go into tight ends? We are All good. Right. Let's go into our tight end. Tight ends is also one of those positions you need to monitor quickly. Uh, you need to monitor quickly because there's, let's be honest, probably four, five really good tight ends that are just going to score a lot of points for you. Yeah. So if you can snag one early, do it, I would say. Don't, like, reach, reach, but 
third or fourth round, fifth round, I would consider it. For sure. So I'll start here first. Uh, my eighth one, O.J. Howard for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, hey. Had a pretty good year. Uh, I think he was dinged up a little bit. Uh, he's super talented uh, athletically. Um, a lot of it hinges down to, let's be honest, uh, our boy Jameis. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how he does. If he doesn't have a good year, is he out? Like, Jameis, are they, are they said, moving on? Well, he said he's going back to play baseball. So he said the other day he still wants to play baseball. Really? Yeah. Was he a pitcher, right? I don't know. Jesus. He's a weird dude. He's super weird. And- All right, so my number eight, the homegrown boy himself, Noah Font. Thinks he's going to have a huge year at Denver. Think so? Yep. I mean, he's got the quarterback to have Bank a big year. big on him. Hey, Joe Flacco can't get the ball down the field. He's going to have to go to the tight ends. Big fan. Think yeah. he's going to do huge things. Yeah, I like that pick. Obviously, I'm the Iowa boy. But my number seven, Evan Ingram, New York Giants. They got nobody else to catch the ball over there. Nope. All the receivers are hurt. The receivers aren't that good to begin with. No. And he's a solid tight end, so he's going to get a lot of targets in that offense, I think. Fair enough. What do you think, Timmy? Um, my number seven, I'm going to go McDonald. I guess McDonald for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I think they lost a couple receivers. I think Big Ben's going to try to go to the tight end a lot more. Getting older. Yeah. Yep. I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah. Let's be honest. Tight ends are kind of tough. They're tough. Tough to talk about. But you're not at the top. Yeah. So. <laughs> My number six, though, red zone weapon for Andrew Luck. Eric Ebron. Yep. Indiana Col- or Indianapolis Colts. Yep. So watch out for him. You know, he's going to get probably get close to a touchdown, maybe even to a game. you got to find the right matchup for him. So make sure you're monitoring that as well. So. Yeah. My number six is a guy we talked about earlier, O.J. Howard for Tampa Bay. It's just will Jameis be able to give him the ball? Yeah. I hope so. I think he's as athletic he's, as anyone out there. The guy's a freak, but is is Jameis going to be able to give him the ball? Yeah, that's the main thing, let's be yep. honest. So, um, My number five, we touched on him earlier. He's had pretty good years the last two years. Um, and he's also with another great quarterback in the Saints, uh, Jared Cook. I think he's For kind sure. of a, uh, the missing link. I mean, they had a great offense anyways. But they didn't really have a tight end that could stretch the middle of the field a little bit. Nope. So I think he has a huge year. And he's got Michael Thomas on the outside, so that always helps. Fair let's enough. be honest. So my number – what number are we on here? That was This will be your fifth. Number five. I'm going to go Egram from Giants 2 just because they have no one. Nobody. There's literally no one. And Eli can't get the ball down the field, so he's going to have to use his tight end. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to go to him number five. going to get some targets, that's yep. for sure. So my number four – he was hurt like all of last year, but he came back and played in the playoff game. And they've been raving about him. I kept my boy, our boy Philip Rivers, been raving about him. Hunter Henry for the Chargers. I think he has a great year. He's finally healthy. Yep. Um, you know, and like they were saying, he's super athletic. He's a matchup nightmare. For sure. Especially in the middle of the field, you know. Philip, love Philip. He knows, knows the game of football. Yes. He's going to do what he does. So, who you got uh, over four? Yeah. Number four, I'm going to go Hunter Henry, too. Yeah. I just. He's going to really – I think Phillip's going to look for him. Phillip's always gone to the tight ends a lot. I think it'll be a big year for him. Yeah, yeah. And he, he learned from one of the best in uh, Antonio Gates. So that should be interesting for sure. to watch. And before we go into our third one, I'm willing to bet some money that we have the same top I would three. have to imagine, yes. <laughs> but just whatever order. Yep. My third one, Zach Ertz from the Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Yep. Um, his wife just won a World Cup. <laughs> Great soccer player. He's going to be motivated to prove he's the best athlete in the family. <laughs> Get some targets. Um, your boy Wentz is going to hit him over the middle of the field, Hope I think, so. a lot. And he's a red zone nightmare. Yep. So My number three, I'm going to go Travis Kelsey. Chiefs, I think he's just a forgotten weapon over there. So I don't think he's going to get targets as he should. But yeah, I'm going to go number three him. Yeah. My yeah. second one, another Iowa boy. Had a huge year last year. Set the record, actually. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Jimmy G coming back makes any difference. I wouldn't assume it would. It might help him. Should help him, I think. Yeah. But George Kittle, I think he has a huge year again. Uh, maybe even a few more touchdowns this year. For sure. So, and he's, oh. you wouldn't see it just looking at him, but he is athletic. Insane. Very much so. But. Uh, my number two is Zach Ertz. I think he's going to have a huge year with Wentz. And I don't know if they really have any great receivers, so I think they're going to use him a lot. No, I would agree with you. Yeah, that. I'm going to go Ertz. No, I like that. Love him to death, but I think he'll go number two. Yep. My last one, you touched on him earlier, Travis Kelsey. 
Like you said, I think he's Fair kind of the forgotten guy, but I think that also is maybe motivating him a little bit too. And, you know, teams are going to not be willing to give up the deep ball to Cheetah and whatnot down yep. the field. So they might, you know, start doubling that, which opens up the field for him a little bit. For sure. So, and I think he's going to get a lot of targets like that and red zone nightmare, like I said. Yep. These other two guys. So I think that's why I put him at number one. I'm going to go my boy George Kittle, number one. I just... Iowa boy. Carried my fantasy team for a lot of last year. Yeah. Love him to death. Picked him up on the waiver wire. Did pick him up on the waiver wire. I still don't know how I didn't win. I had the Cheetah, Mahomes, McCaffrey, and Kittle. And yes, somehow I still didn't win a championship. Team. But I do love Kittle. I think he's going to have another huge year. He's just a stud. Yeah. Yep. Let's I'm be honest. If you one. end up with any of these top three. Any of those three times, you're good yeah, to go. Yeah. I would... Like I said, I would almost take one earlier than try and stretch for one of these guys at the end of the draft. For sure. So, um, My dark horse, I I shouldn't even honestly give him dark horse credit, but I do. Jimmy Graham. I hope, Jimmy they, can, Graham. I hope they can get it figured out. I guess that's why he's my dark horse. Yep. But, you know, he's got the skills, but he's getting older. And him and Rodgers didn't really connect last year. I think some of it was the offense. Yeah. So we'll see if uh, LaFleur... Can get this uh, going with him. Yeah, I have two dark horses. First is Jason Witten. What's he going to do? Oh, I he's going to be fun to see. I don't know if he's going to do anything, but it'll be real interesting to see. He was horrible in the booth. Yeah, he, he can't he's be got, probably got to do better in the field than he's yeah. in the booth. And then my other dark horses, I was listening to this again on the Rich Eisen show today, and they were talking, is Gronk going to come back? I think he does. They asked, he asked him today, is Gronk, or he asked him the other day, are you coming back? And he said, they said, Tom Brady calls you, are you coming back? And he said, I said, tell, tell me when it's playoff time. I, I think he'll sit out maybe the first half of the season. Then he'll start Around week 10, right? he'll get in there. By week 12, 13, he'll be ready to go. He lost a ton of weight. Yep. I he think he'll be back. Time. I think so, too. I think Brady will talk him into it, and he'll be back. Yeah. So we'll have one more go around. Why be not? real interesting to see if he comes back. Yeah. I mean, it, I was really hoping the Patriots would snag one of those Iowa tight ends because they would have fit in so well there. Yes. So. No, great list there, Timmy. Um, anything else you want to say tight end-wise? No, for sure. That was good. So we're just going to do our top three defenses. Obviously, it's kind of a crapshoot, but, you know, we're corn-fed. We try to give the best and most accurate information as possible. <laughs> For sure. So my number three, their defense was unbelievable last year. It's only going to get better. They made a lot of good pickups this offseason. Um, I'm excited to see how they do. Um, Los Angeles Rams. I really? think they have a great, great, you know, Aaron Donald, probably the best player in the league, arguably. You know, he's going to command a lot. Um, Clay Matthews is over there now, too. Yep. So, and he's all, he's only going to be probably like a pass rusher, I would assume. He's, yeah, he's third down. The Packers kind of got him out of his comfort zone, For which sure. is what he didn't want to do. So, I think they have a big year. A lot of picks, sacks. Yeah. Special teams, too. They got solid returners. My number three, I'm going to go Chargers. I think Bosa's a nightmare on the defensive line. Just, I think they're going to dominate. So, I... They force yeah. a lot of turnovers, they a lot of interceptions. Ingram, right? Yep. Yeah, I, just, I think they're going to be real good. They picked up Actually, a lot of like Thomas Davis. I, I love that pick because I honestly think they have the best defensive backfield in all. Yeah, they do. It's the they got so many good cornerbacks yep. and safeties. So, yeah, love that pick, Timmy. My second one, they kind of had a down year last year. They still had a pretty good defensive year, but not what everyone was thinking. And they made some good picks in the draft, um, you know, the Jaguars. I think they're more motivated and focused and ready to go because everybody was projecting them to go deep last year and they didn't make the playoffs. Yep, for sure. So I'm excited to see what they can do this year. Uh, my number two is going to be the Patriots. I feel like they'll start slow like they do always, and always. by the end of it, Tom Brady will, or Bell Jack will have them going. Come playoff time, they'll be a beast. Second half of the season, they will be a beast defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see he what He does it every do. year. Yeah. They'll get it's blown out in an early game and then – They'll just be a totally... That Super Bowl defense was unbelievable. What they did to the Rams in the Super Bowl was just let's, unbelievable. To be honest, they're only going to build off of that, too. Yeah. I just so. think they're going to be great. Yeah, I love that. My last one, though, much as it pains me to say it, the Bears probably have the best defense in football. Um, Khalil Max, wrecking ball. You know, Eddie Jackson in the defensive backfield. Probably the best safety in the league, arguably. You know, they got other good players on the D-line. Um, That's ridiculous yeah. what they got. They... They put it all together. Too. Yeah, you can't they really argue with added that. Added ha-ha over there this year. They're stacked. With Khalil Mack at the front, it's just... Yeah. He changes everything that offense does. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, For sure. How if they can get any better than they yes. already are. <laughs> it's gonna be a, yeah, they're a wrecking ball. So, 
my dark horse, I guess, the Saints, I put them. Um, I think they have a lot of talent back there. You know, they have been trending in the upper echelon of the defense and kept getting improve, uh, improving and whatnot. So I think they potentially can make another step forward. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if some of their younger guys can, can do that for them. For sure. So. And my dark horse is would be a team you mentioned, the Jaguars. They yeah. have a great, should have a great defense. Should. Something went wrong with them last year. I think they'll get it back together this year. I really hope so because they were fun to watch. They were fun. You know, Jalen Ramsey over there, that's for sure. <laughs> but anything else defense-wise? No, I think that's it. All right. So now we're just going to kind of give our keys to a successful fantasy season. Obviously, it starts with the draft. It definitely starts with the draft. But honestly, every year, correct me if I'm wrong, Timmy, every year there is probably two – one or two or potentially three waiver wire guys that come out of nowhere. Yep. So my advice would be don't be afraid to make an acquisition. Nope. Waiver wire early. Early, too. Because that's what I did last year with James Conner. Yep. Killed it. That's what I did with Kill, too. I didn't even play him the first couple of weeks I had him. Just got him and put him on the bench. Yeah. And I would say if waited. a guy has a good game first week. First couple of weeks, you can get him and see what yep. happens. Yep. Don't be afraid it's to. not going to kill you to put him on the bench. Especially, let's be honest, you're starting the same lineup most weeks anyways unless you have a bye week. Yep. At least personally. Same thing with the draft. Don't be afraid to take guys late in the draft that you might not be starting. I did that with Mahomes last year. Took him later in the draft and didn't play him the first two weeks. Yeah, especially a young guy. Don't be afraid to take a chance. I took Matt Ryan and Mahomes. I played Matt Ryan the first two weeks and then... Mahomes was going wild. And so I put him in and never looked back. Yeah. And so it's just don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. No. For sure. It's... You know, a lot of it's a guessing game, especially with the waiver wire. Like, just... Like I said, a guy has a great game, don't be afraid. (laughs) Anything else you want to add, fantasy-wise, Timmy? The last thing for strategy is just... I feel like you you need a a strategy. Don't... If you're going to go wide receiver, go all in on the wide receiver. If you're going to go running back, go all in on it. Don't try to, oh, I'll get this and this. Just go one direction. Yeah, especially... If you're going to go wide receiver, if you're taking wide receiver the first pick, don't go running back the next pick. Just go get two or three wide receivers and go big there. Yeah. Don't be afraid to try something. Du- duplicate picks. Yep. So that's typically why you should best player available too. Like yes, running back, running back, receiver, receiver the best don't player. Matter. Yep. So great fantasy discussion. That's though. That great. was that was a lot longer than I was expecting, but it was pretty fun to talk about. I would say. Yeah. So anything else then, or should no, we move in? All right, let's do it, buddy. Well, let's be honest. Fantasy took a lot longer than we I was can talk fantasy. We enjoy talking fantasy. Forty-five minutes. I was expecting, you know, half hour tops, but we like fantasy. No, that was a lot of fun to talk about. For I mean, sure. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys disagree or agree with anything we said, let us know. We love when you let us know. And then sign up for our. We're gonna do a fantasy league. If you think you're better than us, if you can have you better beat, ideas? Can you beat the experts? My guess is no. <laughs> Probably not because it's not going to happen in baseball again this year. Just let throw that out there right now. I know there's a couple people that listen that think they're going to win. You're not. Oh. So. Yeah. We'll uh we'll get that going. Um. I mean it's first week. Of, us. We're less than 31 days to yeah. Packers Bears, baby. We'll uh tomorrow I'll maybe throw something up on the Facebook page. Yep. We'll. I mean, fancy football is a lot more popular than baseball because it's only one night a week we should get some teams so we're gonna shoot for 10 but if we get 16 i'd I'd be be fine with it and maybe we'll do i don't know how we're gonna do it we might do an auction we've done that before those are lots love some auction drafts that's really strategy yeah we did the basketball one the one year and that was was fun we i did an auction football that where i got Mahomes last year that was an auction football draft and i ended up getting tyreek hill for like two dollars because no one put him up there yet and they was out of money and so i it's so much fun. It's a lot more strategy. Yeah. It'll definitely be a PPR league. I oh, would, for sure. But, yes. yeah, we're shooting 10, 10 to 16 10 teams. 10 to 16 teams, for sure. So, yeah, but, get, get look for that and get involved. Yeah. But, like I said, you know, we talked about fantasy for so long. We decided uh, time constraints that we were just going to stick with the fantasy episode tonight. So, next week, for sure, we will be doing the area team previews. You know, Packers, yep. Chiefs, Bears, Vikings. Uh, some predictions and Super Bowl predictions. Um and then we'll probably honestly touch around some of the other storylines just because that gives us a more... Yep, it'll be a full NFL preview. Yeah, a better chance to go more in depth. Yep. So, but sorry if we disappointed you guys, but um, I think 
you'll be happy to listen to the, the fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, too, also, if you agree with anything we said, disagree, let us know. And, you know, tell your, tell your friends about this episode, too, because we know how great uh, everybody loves fantasy football. Yep. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, we'd appreciate it. Um, Join the league. And then we'll probably, on every episode, give an update on how the, we'll do it after the, after the Sunday games are over. We'll give an update on how the league's going, who's winning. Yeah. Who had the big weeks, and we'll just keep the standings updated for you guys. Yeah, I think that would interest people too. Yeah, just to hear what people think. It, we might have to honestly do our podcast episodes Tuesday nights, just yep, because, of, just to get through the fantasy yeah. week. And then maybe we'll throw that out there. Whoever wins, we'll let them come on the show and brag about how they became the champ. And maybe we should have the last place person on too to definitely talk about how <laughs> they did not become the champ. So be a lot of fun. We're excited. No, honestly, also, I think a great idea would be corn-fed traveling trophy for the champion. I think it'd be awesome. We could probably get a cheap one for, like, what, 20 bucks? Oh, for sure. And just send that around to the tro- traveling yeah. trophy. Just have, like, have somebody write their name on it in the year they yep, won it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, yeah. Good idea. I'm chock full of them most days. <laughs> so, anything else you want to add before no, I think we that's say good. peace out? No. So... Um, like I said, t-shirts are in. Be on the lookout for them. Tim's rocking him his all weekend. Can't wait to rock it home. I'm trying to get my daughter to wear it the first day of school. Yes. She's not too thrilled with the idea. She's like, Dad, I have to go cute. So um, what's more? Cute that's than what I corn said. It's like, uh, come on, Colette. So I don't really think we're gonna get there, but I'm trying. That's all you can do, buddy. Hopefully, get it to school someday this year. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you keep an eye out, though. Send us our send if you saw, see someone out in public wearing one. Please send us, us a picture. picture. I would love it. Like, I would too. Especially, like, because I don't know everybody that got one. And I don't know if anyone's going to wear them. So. <laughs> hey, my mom and Shauna wore it tonight. They should have taken a picture of it, honestly. So Rep the, rep the merch. You gotta love it. So Thanks for everybody that bought a t-shirt. Yeah, so we really like the support. Yeah. Really appreciate it. But make sure you follow us on our uh, social medias. You know, stay in touch with what we're doing. Uh, all the polls. We I don't think we've decided a poll question for the night, but maybe we'll... Uh, come up with one later yeah we'll come up so, with something yeah we know how everybody how much everybody loves that we love but, the polls yep our uh, twitter is at corn sports our instagram is cornfed sports one our facebook is facebook.com slash cornfed sports one and lastly which i want to get this going we've kind of been slacking on it a little oh, bit but yeah, our man. blog website i mean it's fun to type but just a busy time of year and whatnot. Yep. So we'll get that going hopefully though. Our blog website is cornfedsports1.blogspot.com. Oh, anything else you want to say, buddy? Oh, it means you've been officially cornfed.